Well, welcome back, everyone, to Two Dudes Rank Tunes. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper, and it's time to talk some Christian music. Yes, this is officially Jesus Month, and we are starting on Toby Mac's very first album, Momentum, released back in the year of our Lord, 2001. You want, you want to know a super blonde moment I had looking up? What? Because like, like, I scrolled to the bottom of this on Spotify, and I was like, oh my goodness, this came out the day after Y2K. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and then, then I ran it, then I told it to my friend, and my friend was like, no, no. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how this works. All right, but this, okay. So just to lay some background, Toby Mac used to be part of a group called DC Talk, which I believe Kevin Max and Michael Tate, and they were a trio and they did Christian hip hop music in the 90s. But when they broke up, then Toby Mac went solo in 2001 and released this album, Momentum. And it is certainly something. Brad, I was expecting a lot of goonery on mm -hmm. this album because I mean Toby Mac, come on, everybody knows oh, yeah. that, but everybody knows about the Toby Mac. But even still, this is the wildest album we have listened to thus far. I have to agree with that because there is so much here, like genre-wise, lyrically wise, like there is just a lot to talk about with this album. Like, there's a lot of albums that we listen to that I really liked, but I the song starts, I write a few notes about it, then I kind of just enjoy the rest of the song, then mm -hmm. maybe, like, write one last note, score it, and then move on. Whereas with these songs, I was furiously typing notes the whole time. <laughs> there is so much to break down here. So why don't we get this party started <laughs> with the first song? Let's get this party this started. Party started. Did you expect this to be the first song on this album? I really, really did not. <laughs> like, this is a very literal intro for an album. Like, yeah. I don't think I've seen any <laughs> album do something this literal. Yeah, because usually people try to be all like smart about it. How they're like, how they're like, welcome to the, welcome to the darkness or whatever. Yeah, right, welcome to like, Planet welcome Zero. To yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. What? My first thought was, it's impossible to listen to the song and not smile. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. I mean, my favorite lyric from this album is, I can feel the most high smiling on me. Yep, mine was, so father most high, won't you show yourself and shine on this record like nobody else. <laughs> um, and I kind of took this as being like a funky opening prayer, uh -huh. asking, God, asking God to shine and bless on this album. <laughs> yeah, which that's just like, mm, that, that, that's some peak writing right <laughs> that there. That is a chef's kiss. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's got some good beats too. Like, I'm not going to lie. Does. Yeah. Like, like we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to talk about what we like, and we like what we like. Yeah, like, um, I thought this was a very fun song. What else did yeah, you think? Super fun. Um, I, I also wrote that the early 2000s funk punk Christian, Christian music gives me like... <laughs> Yeah, like, there was something, okay, there's something unique about early 2000s music, and I know mm -hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people don't really get that, but you listen to an early 2000s song, you're not going to confuse it with something else. It just has this, almost this funky optimism to it. Yeah. 
like it's 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 a little bit it's a little grungy but Mm -hmm. also really funky and optimistic yeah yeah you're it's a music has changed a lot and i think that's one reason and we'll get into this but it's one reason i think people are really nostalgic for the early 2000s albums because they just have Mm -hmm. this energy that you don't see anywhere else this earnestness to them yeah there wasn't a lot of nihilism going on in music back then no not at all so what did you give this song unless you had i gave this i gave this song a funky 13 i gave it a 12 so Nice. That's pretty nice. accurate. I mean, Brad, already there's it's higher than we thought. There you go. But Brad, what's going down? What's going down? Tell me what's going down. You want to <laughs> know just what's going down? All right. So this song, like, I don't even there's know a lot how to, to talk about this song. I'm just gonna read yeah. some of the lyrics. So <laughs> this song is wild. So it's yeah. It, it goes through several stories. So at first, I think it's talking about Michael Jordan or something. And it yeah. says, welcome to the world of a kid named Mikey, who had only one reason to be hated by Riley. Raised on a farm outside of South Bend where they hated on him because he was African-American. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. There are several thoughts I have about this song. All of them are positive. Yeah. I really like this song. Like, It is a good fun song. And, it, and it's also like refreshing to like look back uh, and be like, Christian music? didn't always exist in this weird political echo chamber no it didn't it didn't like i like, thought it was... there was a lot more variation back in the day uh-huh and there were there were bands like that as well who would talk about yeah. topics on different sides of the spectrum i thought this one was interesting because it's it seemed to be in general about like morality and things like that but a different side of it like it talked about racism but it also talked about abuse with um uh, yeah. what, what was the name of that uh oh uh, it was like sophie or something like yeah that? sophie whose only crime was she was born a cutie abused by her uncle and his friends and susie it was susie susie and then of course i had one of my favorite lyrics a man eater for the rest of the days <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's that's a nice way to put it toby mac yeah this is uh, a nice way to put it yeah, um, and it's cool because like this this song, while it is still like it's definitely pushing like a Christian message. Sure, it still feels a lot more empathetic. Than yes, it does. A lot of like lyrics today sound. Um, it also really bops. I really mm-hmm. like the vibe of this song. Yeah, um, it's fun. Uh, let's see. I mean, and you can't you can't not smile when he starts saying over and over again, "What be going diggy down?" Yeah, what be going diggy down? <laughs> and it's just like it, there's so many moments where the song just stops and he just goes on this <laughs> random like aside. He's like, "Let me tell you a little story." <laughs> this is just a fun song. Like, uh, mm-hmm. what was your favorite lyric in it? My favorite lyric was, "And that's something white America just couldn't ignore." Yep, that was mine too. <laughs> I gave this song a pretty high score. What'd you give it? I gave it a 17. Oh wow, I gave it a 12.5. That is <laughs> not our really, territory. I really enjoyed this song a lot. Did you expect to give any of these songs on this album that high of a score when I first told nope. you about it? <laughs> no, I most certainly did not. Yep, yep. That's just how it be. So let's let's take another hard left turn yeah. and talk about Irene. So Irene, um, this is just like a random, I'm not going to call it random, but it starts with this Latin sounding acoustic section. Mm-hmm. And then just starts telling a personal story about someone. Not sure if it's a mm-hmm. real person or just 
like someone he came up with, but it's about this woman yeah. called Irene who has a kid, isn't married, and is struggling. So what would you think of this song? Um, kind of going back to like what we talked about with uh, what's going down. I thought this song also did a really good job of like kind of dignifying the quote least of these. Yes. Um, I think that Toby Mac, at least in this album, does like a really good job of like talking about like um, there are a lot of people in need. Mm-hmm. And um, while like I think me and you have talked a lot not on this podcast, but outside of it about like how we feel about evangelism and like sure. the ethics of it and like how much should you help someone's physical needs before you help their spiritual needs and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. um but i think that this song has is it's on the right track yeah like even though it's talking to it's trying to be like an encouraging voice to her who's going through a lot and i like that it mm-hmm. humanizes the character of irene it doesn't fall into the yeah. issue of the trap of viewing a single mom a quote-unquote issue like i'm sure we've heard in some uh bible studies oh yeah my favorite lyric was hey little girl with the pressures of the world on your shoulders don't say that it's over i heard your prayers just cast your cares and i'll be there so don't you fear mine was just cast your cares and please beware of snakes they come (laughs) in all shapes and sizes tempt you put scales on your eyelids (laughs) okay (laughs) like he does write some good bars i gotta give him that 10 out of friggin' 10. Like, it's this, it's just such a catchy song, too. Yeah. So what'd um, you give this this one, unless you have any The only thoughts? thing, the only other thought I'll say is, like, when the choir kicks in and the bridge, that slaps. It does. It does. This is a classic, and the music video is great, because in it, so you see the character of Irene, but then she's just... She's trying to comfort her like baby and she's harassed by this random dude who just like comes up yeah. to her is just like eh. and <laughs> then like, she shoves him away. And then after he drives off this woman and his and her baby, he just goes to his friends and just they start slapping and fist bumping. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna say, like in the music video, Toby Mac is the only white person in the music video. <laughs> yep, yep. If there's one thing we learned from this album, is that he's got street cred. He does, he does. So what score did you give Irene? Gave it a 16. I gave it a 14. Really good song. Nice. nice. All right. Let me score that up here. Scope it up. Was not expecting this many bangers. All right. All right. So, Curtis, are you ready <laughs> to get on the J train? J train. Oh, man. How many different ways can we package Christian concepts and make them hit? Like this one is hilarious. So it features Kirk Kirk Franklin, who is a gospel famous gospel singer. And it, it, it's just uh like there's no way to describe it, just other than to read some of the lyrics. I got a ticket, I got a ticket <laughs> to ride, I got a ticket to ride on the other side. <laughs> ride, ride, wanna ride on the J train. <laughs> like, okay, this is the second song so far that's featured train imagery the other one was yeah. techno train about a very different sort uh, of train that's a different kind of train boys and girls yeah this one is just about them you know riding on the jesus train yeah um so one thing that i would like to mention is there's an interlude before this song yes there and is. i am currently on the album right now i'm going to count up how many interludes are on this album there one, are lots two three four 
five, six interludes on this freaking album. He loves his interludes. That's insane. Yeah. And some of them are just Microsoft Sam voices. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I kind of ran out of ideas. So yeah. you're, you're sick. This song really bops. Um, my favorite lyric was, on the Jane train, ain't nothing but a thing. Come on, lift up your hands if you want to get bored, baby. I got a ticket to ride on the other side. Yeah, mine was just ride, ride, want to ride on the Jane train. Um, I Also, another point, I would love to know what subsect of youth group kids thought that this song was really cool. Like, earnestly. Yeah, that there would had be to be most, some. Pr- that would be the most precious thing in the world. Yeah, I love the backing vocals, the backing like a uh, train conductor voices all aboard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay. That, it's a fun song. What'd you it's give a, it? I gave it a 16. I really like this oh. song. What'd yeah, I gave it a 14. Nice. I cannot believe that these songs are scored this high. And then let's talk about Do You Know, which is a little, it's, it slows it down a little bit. <laughs> This reminds me of that one Riddler meme from the Batman. Does he know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, that's a that's a good meme. That's a meme I forget about until I see it, and then I just laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's so many contexts for how to use that. That uh-huh. meme. Yeah, it's like when when anybody's talking about Evangelion, does he know? Does he know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this one seemed to be about relying on God specifically, and particular with an emphasis on parents, like him talking about him being a dad and like uh, yeah. being away from his kids. It also like kind of has vibes of like the requisite, like, are you going to heaven song? Do you it does. Know? It does. My favorite lyric was, uh, I can lullaby even point you to the most high, praying every little thing's going to be all right. Lord's going to answer your prayers. One thing that I thought was funny was he opens the song with, this one's for True Blue. <laughs> true Blue, yep. Uh, my Man. favorite lyric... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say my favorite lyric was, "What con- uh, quote, what kind of lyric can I drop to make you think twice? <laughs> I mean, he knows his lyrics. He knows the yes, yeah, this one was pretty mid for me, but it wasn't bad, yeah. so I gave it a 10. I gave it an 11. Nice. We were thinking on the same track. But now we got to keep the momentum going. Yeah, keep the momentum. So quick side note here, just to mention a little bit about... Um, so the song comes right before it is sung by his son, who at the time was very young. Since then, his son passed away of an overdose, like in 2019. So it's a little. Oh man, this is this is a bitter. It's a bittersweet whenever you hear his son featured on the songs. But I didn't know that. Yeah, it's True Dog, which I mm. that that's a great name. I got to give it to him. Yeah, True Dog, True Dog. is adorable, and this 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 intro was adorable. It was adorable, but let's talk about momentum. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I thought that this song was kind of a fun spin on the whole like Christian remnant slash like us versus the world themes. Yes. It didn't really like, it wasn't as like combative. It was more like we got momentum, baby. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like who can stop us? I do think the song itself does have momentum. It kind of goes from a slow intro to a rising chorus to the, to the final verse. Mm Mm-hmm. 
my it it also it reminds me a little bit of DC Talk song Jesus Freak. Mm, yep. He my definitely favorite, brings up the whole freak idea throughout yep. the album. My favorite lyric was living on the edge of obnoxious. They call me raucous. I'm a freak. I can't <laughs> stock this. <laughs> Mine was you ain't never known the dilly till we testify. Because have you ever heard of turning water into wine? <laughs> like, man, it, there's something about the way he writes a Just, Oh, like, okay. I gave this song a 15, but it's really a, but it's really about a 35 out of 20. <laughs> <laughs> 35 out of 20. Uh, I can already tell. Oh, man. I, I We might have to make some tiebreakers here. <laughs> Who knew we would have to make hard decisions about a Toby Mac album? Yep. So let's talk about yours, which momentum leads right into yours. Like, the song just starts. There is no intro yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. So like... this, this song is kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. It's got an industrial riff to it, which is new. Mm-hmm. Like, there is so much variety in this album. I don't even know how yeah. to describe it. Like a Hollywood a Hollywood Undead amount of variety. I was thinking the same thing. This is the Christian Hollywood Undead. <laughs> well, he became yeah. king before Hollywood Undead, so technically Hollywood Undead stole from Tony Mack. There you go. And, like, it also has some Christian Linkin Park vibes. This yeah. song does. Like, okay, there are some great lyrics in this. Nobody ever told me that my doo-doo stuck. <laughs> yeah i i definitely wrote that one down i just uh, have this another, mi- go ahead I, oh go ahead go ahead i was i just have this mental image of toby matt causing mayhem before he became a good christian boy oh he definitely ripped up some scenes mm-hmm. uh my favorite lyric was without you i'm a hopeless wreck so cry out your name as i so i cry out your name as i drop to the deck my favorite was Bullseye, the center of my soul. One shot, but it rocked like a fatal blow. This love was your gun. Mercy, your shits. <laughs> and uh, my other, my other uh, thing was, why don't they make Christian music like this anymore? Yeah, this, this is just classic. Like, it's so earnest, but it's so goofy, too. <laughs> we need both. We need we both. Do. I gave this one a 14.5. I gave this one a 16.5. Nice. Quite a few bangers so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if are you wondering why I continue to try, Curtis? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Brad, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is a Christian diss track. It is. Like, this is a great <laughs> diss track. He's like, straight I, up defending his rap game. Yeah. Like, okay, I love how it starts with an interlude with this, like, woman interviewing him, and she's doing it, like, Okay, I don't mean to be I don't mean to be crass, but it's a sensual voice. Like, all right, yeah, yeah Toby Mackey. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then, like, this song is so groovy, and I just I'm just gonna read some of these lyrics. I've been mm-hmm. rocking the black folks and telling those white jokes. Yeah, yeah, and like I I forget what the exact lyric is, but he's like he basically just like we're all people, you see. Yep, skills in this rap game, girl, I can't get enough. Uh, my favorite lyric was, I want to move the people on a hot summer's day. I want to serve up the truth like it's pink lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just perfect. I, I love how this album itself acts as a reintroduction to Toby Mac, and I love how yeah. it's just uh, them talking about a little birdie said it was Kevin and Tate's fault. He says, uh-uh, not right. Let me set the <laughs> not right. I didn't realize that they had like a messy breakup. 
don't know if they necessarily had a messy breakup, but there were a lot of rumors that sort of circulated because they were very popular. Yeah. And there still is a, like an urge for people wanting to get back together, but mm-hmm. how special, it being yeah. Special shout out to the lyric Where My Jesus Freaks. Yeah, where my Jesus freaks. So scoring, I give this one a 12.5. I give this one a 14. Nice. These are some very high scores. But is somebody watching you? Like that, that's what I want to know. Is somebody <laughs> watching just, you? That just reminds me of the Hollywood and Dead song. I think it's off of five, where uh Johnny Three, or not Johnny Three. Um I think it's I think it's Danny who's like sing, yeah. sing like nobody's watching. Oh, that one. Yeah, I know that one. I like that song. <laughs> it's a good song. Yep. It's 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 their most uh, biblical song, one might say. Mm-hmm. But this uh, one, yeah. it's, this it's one's just a like, little weird. Yeah, this was just like a, it, it's got that classic two thousands Christian junk rap jam. Yeah, it does. It's got some lyrics because uh, I'm sticking to my guns, like I'm feeling the light, feeling feeling dad. I'm feeling daddy in the air tonight. <laughs> like there are some oh. sexual moments. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite lyric too. Although I guess, like, okay. I guess in 2001, the word daddy hadn't been as sexualized as it is today, yeah, but... Uh, this is fair. Yeah. It seems, it's more of a, it has a nice vibe. My favorite lyric was, because I'm sticking to my guns like I'm a son of the light. Yep. Yep. Same. Um, and if you're down with that, the king, I've got it down like that. <laughs> but I mean, it, there wasn't a whole lot that stood out to me about this song amidst no. like the other songs in the album. So it was, it was, it was a little bit mid for me. I gave it, it a nah. I gave it a 10. Yeah, I thought it was mid, too. It's mid. It's mid. mid. You're mid. But is love in the house? <laughs> love is in the house. Oh, this yeah, one friend, was an interesting I one. I wasn't ready for this song. No. Like, like it's, um, it, it is a sensual song. This is a very sensual song. and Especially with how it starts. Yeah, it's got some beatboxing and then it's got it's got some lyrics in here like this one i'm gonna read daddy always said that i wish i was black and when love is in the house the house is packed (laughs) yeah mine was love is in the house and the house is packed so much soul i let the back door crack and let's not forget the the line them cynics gonna ride me like a pinto (laughs) like he's so close he is he is skating the edge yeah, he's skating edge. Like, I get the sense, like, he's got to be aware of what he's doing in some of these. Oh, yeah. It, it, it circles back to, does he know? Does he know? <laughs> does he know? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't have a whole lot else to say about this one. I thought it was a no. fun one. I gave it an 11. Yeah. I gave it a 12. Nice. All right. Oh, boy. We got to talk about some extreme days. <laughs> extreme days. Yeah. Um. I mean, you can't say this album doesn't have variety, like we said. Yeah, this one is just straight up early 2000s rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the music video is great. It features him as a cyborg. Yeah. Like, and this the government was... trying to, like, tack him down, tack, uh, like, track him down or, like, screw with him or something. I don't know. Yeah. This was my introduction to Toei Mac, and it's like a time capsule in the best way. Oh, like. really? I did yeah. not know this. So, although some of the lyrics in this, I really love them, like, I just 
first of all, the fact he's he's using the word extreme without any sense of irony. So that dates the song immediately in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, we're gonna be so extreme. Yeah, we're being extreme for the Lord. Like, does isn't there a lyric in there that says X for me is extremely Christ? Yeah. <laughs> uh... and, Oh, my favorite lyric was God had a plan in all my schemes. I had a dream he said to be extreme. <laughs> my favorite lyric was I'm a freak from the burbs of the chocolate city. <laughs> city. <laughs> Go to hip hop 1979. Uh, like he yeah. knows how to rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Um, the flow switch at the bridge was actually pretty sick. I know, like... He- I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real with you. He has some talent. Like he, he's not yeah, a like, slacker. No. A lot of these songs are mixed surprisingly well. Yeah, like I'm shocked by because if you look at all the genres he's doing, he's doing a little bit of funk. He's doing gospel. He's doing hip hop. He's doing rap. He's doing rock. He's doing a little grunge. Like there is a mm-hmm. lot here. Yeah, he de- he just like with Hollywood and Dead. It's like going to the buffet. Yeah. So I gave this one the highest score. I gave this one an 18. Ooh, I gave it a 15.5. Yeah. It's a certified that makes it a certified bang. Mm-hmm. Tasty. So, so I, Brad, was, I don't, I don't know if you wrote down any notes about bring me don't bring me down. I but did. It was it was significant enough to where I didn't score it, but I had some notes about it. Yeah. Um it's okay, but it's it's a uh, it is weird. This is it's weird. Really weird. Like, like it's, it's got a it's got a chill vibe, but like it's all about weird breakfast foods. Yeah, it's just him like having some breakfast, sitting down. Like the first like, lyric is the southern breakfast treat, referred to as grits, but it looks like cream wheat. Yeah, my the lyric that stuck me was if grits was locked up, goatee would post bail. What does that mean, <laughs> Brad? What does I, that mean? I guess that means he really loves grits and he would give up his goatee so he could get the grits. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's going to bust grits out of jail. I gave this song an honorary beans out of 20. I gave it some beans. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about the final song, which is Toby Mac Saves Your Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This song slash this album feels like i hallucinated it it did because it's just about it's a song that starts with him describing a dream of he's in heaven in the air and he doesn't see his friend there so he decides to call up his friend because he realizes they've never had a talk about the lord yeah yeah this this is this is some big like you got to be a witness energy yeah this is definitely probably the most evangelistic of all his songs um yeah it's got it does have a nice floaty vibe to it to match mm-hmm. the the song title. <laughs> like there's a section towards the end where he just gets on the phone, but he's talking to himself. Yeah. And my favorite <laughs> lyric was much deeper than I usual chat, like whose beats is weak and whose beats is fat. Nah <laughs> man, this is the next level junk. Like when we discuss if Tiger Woods could dunk, just meet me there, seven o'clock, rain a shine, yo, with a fat cup of bean and a wide open mind. Yeah, yeah, the fat cup of bean one got me good. <laughs> Bring that fat, and then, man, that's heavy. <laughs> and a uh, special shout out to the doot doot doos in this song. Yep, doo doo doo. Okay, so I don't really have a criticism of the song. I do think 
this song kind of falls into that same general idea that it seems like some Christians in America assume that there are people who have never heard about Jesus before, which, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get like a full picture, obviously, but everyone's at least heard of the name America. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of impossible not to. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on in the air? Um, this song would be a 20 out of 20 if we were high. It would be. Um, so the, the interlude, or I guess the postlude to the whole album after this, uh, is literally an altar appeal. So that's yes. fun. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, it's interesting that like it's framed as like him having a dream mm-hmm. about going to heaven, which I feel like every Christian has had sure. a dream, dreams about heaven before. And like sometimes some of the subject matter is like, oh, like some of your family members were here and some were not, or maybe you weren't in heaven and like you feel like guilty after you wake up mm-hmm. or something. So I think that's a pretty universal experience when it yeah. comes to like a religious kid. Yeah, sure. I thought it was interesting that he took the dream, like in the song itself, he takes the dream very seriously. Yeah. Which very literally too. Yeah. So I gave this song an 11. I gave this song a 10.48. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, you thought we were going to get away with, with uh, not having a weird score, but we're not. Nope, nope. All right, so before we get into our overall scores, I thought it'd be interesting just to talk a little bit about this album's, like, religious content. I think, overall, even if you weren't, like, religious, you could still enjoy certain songs on this album. I I think think it's it's pretty, like, um, it doesn't really get into a whole lot of deep territory, for the most part. Mm -hmm. It's more fun, general stuff, so... And it's not, there's nothing written here that I had any huge issues with either. So. No, no, like a, a lot of it's like very standard, like evangelical, like love and grace type of stuff without like the shame components, mm-hmm. and um, I think, which is nice. I think I noticed, okay, there seemed to be a little bit more diversity in this one, which makes sense. I mean, Tony Mack himself is a white guy, but he's in a majority uh black and uh brown space of hip-hop yeah so mm-hmm. there seemed to be more of that perspective and i mean he collabed with a lot of uh with black and let latino yeah it's a right term latino people in it so mm-hmm. yeah um, so. yeah like the theme wise i was surprised with how he didn't go too hard into the whole like standard christian talking points where it's mm-hmm. like beating you over the head yeah. And a lot of a lot of the songs kind of made just like really subtle references. Like you wouldn't know Let's Get This Party Started is a Christian song unless like you knew what the most high meant. Yeah. There was also like a reference to the the narrow road too in one of his songs. So mm-hmm. definitely some subtlety here. Mm-hmm. So before we get into overall scores, I'm gonna read the scores. So somebody's watching at the bottom, 9.5. Do you know 10.5? In the air, 10.74. Love is in the house, 11.5. Get this party started, 12.5. Wondering Rye, 13.25. What's going down, 14.75. At a tie for third place, we have Momentum, Irene, and J Train. What? We oh, have that's a three-way wild. tie. Okay. okay, okay. I feel <laughs> like I feel like Irene should get the nod. I am fine with that. Let me just give it an because extra point. It's got the music video. I think it's because of that, it's a little more iconic. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it adds a fun, fun, more like serious element. I agree with that. Then we got yours with 15.5 and Extreme Days in number one with a 16.75. Nice. All right. Overall thoughts time. Um, Curtis, why don't you lead us out? Yeah, I think this this album was a lot more fun and wacky than I expected. Mm-hmm. And I expected it to be fun and wacky. Um, but also, like, it was also a lot more enjoyable mm-hmm. just to listen to. And I think that there's going to be some albums that I rank it below that I think that it's more consistent than. But that's just because, like, this isn't the usual stuff that I would listen to. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go yeah. ahead. So my full uh, thoughts is... Sorry, Dyer. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. So I think Toby Mac is talented. Now, that might sound controversial, but when you think of the wide variety of genres he makes in this album, you'll see what I mean. Now, it's not the deepest album ever, but it does bring a smile to your face. No deep theology here. It also is dated, but I think it, that actually works to its favor. Yeah. The issue is the album is a little long, so some songs get lost in the shuffle. And since I forgot to mention this, when I first listened to Extreme Days, I think I was at like a Christian bookstore and I saw this album and I picked it up and listened to it. Oh, so nice. this is one of those core memory albums. Nice. But much but much like you, I kind of agree. Like it's not one I listen to all the time, but it is a strong album. Yeah. So ooh, score wise. Mm. All right. Let, let, let's open up, let's open up the the scoring machine and take a look inside here. Yeah. So here's where I'm at with it. Okay. I think that I enjoyed it in like the high 60s range. Mm, I was thinking the Um, same thing. And so we have a few here. We have Burning Earth at a 65, Supersonic Songs at a 66, Omens at a 68, Marvelous at a 68.5, and Deceivers at a 69. I Mm. would be, I'm thinking that I didn't like it as much as Deceivers, but mm. I liked it more than Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> so that's difficult. Oh, boy. All right. So if I gave this one, because I'm in the same boat as you, I definitely yeah. probably liked it better than Marvelous. So yeah. if I give it a 69 and you give it like a 68. Then that would tie it with Marvelous. All right. Then let's just add like, a, let's make it 68.75. All right, that sounds good to me. All right, so we got momentum with a 68.75. Oh, man. (laughs) That That is is fun. All right, so do you have another album for us to listen to? Oh, you best believe I do, and we are keeping Jesus Month going strong. Oh, we got to keep it going. All right, so the first clue is a body part. Body part. Is it Thousand Foot Crutch? Maybe. Ooh. The third, the, third, uh, the third clue would have been, this is a band who likes to rock the parquet. <laughs> but which album are we listening to? All right, Brad, how familiar are you with TFK albums? I'm a little familiar with them. All right. So I'm going to give you three choices to pick between. Not, not, I've already chosen the one, but I want you to guess. Okay. Um, so 
First option is Welcome to the Masquerade. Okay. Second option is Phenomenon. Okay. And the third option is Exhale. Ooh. Is it Masquerade? No. I was really, I was really seriously considering that one, though. Because it does have my favorite TFK song, E for Extinction, on it. But that's not it. Okay. Well, it, it, uh, go ahead. Oh, wait, did, did you want to guess between the other two? No, no, just tell me. The album we're listening to is Phenomenon. Oh, yeah. So and that, that one, one. And that one I has some one. pops. It it's does. It's going to be so fun. That was the first one I listened to, too. So that's going to be fun. Uh, that's awesome. It's got uh, some classics on it. Well, thank you for joining us for Jesus Month. Stay tuned for TFK's Phenomenon. I am Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper. Stay ranking. Rank. Rank.